Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your host, Tyler W. Moore and Christopher Strong. With special guest, Beth Christine. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm Beth. Hi, I'm Chris. And uh, today we're talking about who, Chris? Isio Takahata. All right, that's that's the, what we're going with. <laughs> Listen, man, I have watched plenty of videos, videos on the guy, and most of the people have pronounced his name that way. Okay, so good. So I'm guessing that either they're all So wrong. it's all, it's their fault if <laughs> exactly. they get it wrong. I um, talked to you, uh, Skaterboy96X uh, on YouTube. XX Smoke 94. For some reason, he's reviewing <laughs> Takahata films. <laughs> well, he, he, you know, he, he went through a punk phase and couldn't change his YouTube <laughs> channel name. Uh, so anyway... Uh, Beth, what movies are we talking about? Just kidding, I'm going to read them off. Um, <laughs> Poco, uh, My Neighbor, Ma- Neighbors, My Neighbors, The Yamadas, and uh, The Tale of Princess Kaguya. See, I was sitting here like waiting. Is he going to say neighbor or neighbors? Because I've been saying, I've been saying, saying like neighbor ever since. Uh, I was also sure like, that. I was like, when I was reading it, I was like looking right next to it, to the My Neighbor Totoro poster. <laughs> like I saw it in the corner of the. So anyway, uh, those are the three movies we're talking about. And uh, for me, I've seen I've n- not seen any of these three movies. I only seen uh, Grave of Fireflies, which is another movie he did. But we talked about that on the Bomb Podcast. Uh, this is first time for you, right, Beth? Yeah, first time for all three. And I had no clue what about, any of them. Yeah, were what any of them were. Perfect. And yep. how about that's you? That's yeah. You know, I'll say like that's like a like. I should say, like, uh, that's a good way of, like, watching Ghibli films. Is, like, mm-hmm. That's, like, how, actually, I watched it myself. Was like, I have no idea what Princess Mononoke is about. Let's just watch it. Like, you know, I didn't know what Housing the Castle is about. Let's just watch it. Like, the, this is also, well, seems like, this, you know, this guy's well-known, but he's not, like, you know. Yeah, he's not, like, he's like, not Miyazaki level. Miyazaki, yeah. But, yeah, I, I had, I hadn't seen just my neighbors, the Yamadas. There's nothing I hadn't seen before. Uh-huh. I saw uh, Pompoko, I think, like, last year when I got it. And then the the tale of the Princess Kaguya uh, back when it came out on DVD because I was like yeah I I love the art style when I first saw it and the uh, Kaguya real fast like yeah uh, when I saw the art style I was like that looks like a beautiful looks looking movie yeah. looks so different like, I like that uh, anyway, that thing but we'll get, so we'll it looks good yeah because uh, the first one is Pom Poco and yes. um, so magical sacks of destiny as I call it uh, yeah uh, so. <laughs> My first note. Pouches. Sorry. So I again, like like Beth, I knew literally nothing about any of these movies, and I my first note was a movie about raccoons, eh? Uh, actually, they're uh, they're tanukis. Right. Well, they say they're raccoons in the English dub, yeah. so that's what I'm going on. No, with. yeah, I'm like, when when they say that? <laughs> Can yeah. I just read off a couple of my notes? No. At, at, like chronologically. Okay, here we go. They transform. Um. Okay. They have balls. This narration is still going. This is before they were using them, by the way. This is when they were just walking around and they had ball sacks. Yeah. Um, uh, which was very weird. Uh, would it be more weird for them to like introduce it and then like now they have them, or would it be? It would be better if they just weren't there at all. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So later, later on in the film, uh, the this narration keeps going. They're using their balls. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, uh, pouches, sir. Yeah, they keep trying to call them pouches. But, like, <laughs> I know. Um, it's like, real quick, they're balls. Real quick note on that. So they said pouches, and I thought like a kangaroo pouch, but then like, no. yeah, hang no. on. No. It took a moment for it to sink in. 
that they were I was talking like, about Kate, wait, pets. raccoons don't see, have pouches? See, there's, there's this great part in there where, like, um, they're, like, showing off, like, the magical pouches, and, like, there's, like, this guy has, like, this huge mat out there, like, that will stand yeah. on top of him, like, that's just, that is just awkward, right? So see, I didn't, I didn't get it at that point. I was like, uh, oh, they're standing, okay. they're standing on my, because like they again they called it a pouch. Yeah. I was like, okay, raccoons don't have pouches, so it's like, uh, I I put two and two together later on because uh, they only called the menacide to tell them that. But yeah, no. So uh, mm, I don't even know where to start with this movie. So I mean, we've already talked a little bit about uh, the transforming and using their balls and transforming their balls and. Jumping on the construction vehicles and covering them up with their balls, uh, <laughs> balls and balls. Um, this, this, by the way, uh, this was a Takahata uh, fever dream. Um, <laughs> was it that or, or Miyazaki's fever yeah. dream? Well, it was like because I, I was reading, I was reading a little bit while uh, while watching the movie, to, just to try and find some entertainment out of something, and um, I was reading like the writer's credits and it had Miyazaki idea, and I was like. Of course it was. Oh, hey guys, I'm I'm Miyazaki. We're in Studio Ghibli, right? Hey guys, what if we made a movie about animals saving the forest? And then uh, uh, Suzuki was like, "That is perfect. We should make more movies like that. <laughs> we should well, keep making that movie." Yes. And I mean, like I've seen a movie where it's like, "Oh, the animals turn against the humans. They're saving yeah. the forest because over know. the hedge." Over the Hedge, my favorite movie. This is basically the anime Over the Hedge. Um, But with this one, I'm like, at least I'm not, I have nothing good to say about this movie at all. (laughs) uh... Let's see. I think, I think I do. I think I do somewhere. Let me scour through my page full of notes. Um, Let's see. Oh God. Okay. uh, 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 Here we go. Here we go. The, the no face scene is pretty funny. So like they're trying to, for context, they're trying to get the uh, humans out of there forest and uh so like they're turning into ghosts and like haunting them and uh one of the things they do is they, they turn into they morph into people and um they'll like they'll say like oh do you look like this or whatever and then they'll uh, make their face go away and that scene was really funny yeah i really like that you know what yeah i i actually retract that comment there were a few funny things and obviously the art though i did hang on though i didn't <laughs> like every like thing about it like the backgrounds were beautiful yeah i mean because you know it's a ghibli film yeah other than that like well, cause then like first there's like for, see like they over explain everything in this movie, but then like it still manages to be confusing. But one thing that really annoys me in this movie, like, so they, they way over explain the, the transformation stuff, but they don't explain what is happening when they like turn into like these really like lazy versions of the designs. Um, like they just turn into, like little blobs and it's like. It was that them trying like I thought it was like background characters like oh it's when the background characters turn into ra- like the cartoon versions of the raccoons that's what they like no they're in the foreground too it's like so was this a cost saving measure or was this like w- what was this like because there's no explanation in the film so a note that I had was um I and this is just like an actual question of like how far you know i mean i don't feel like there's an answer as to why they have this power but it's like how far does it go because they're just like pulling objects out of thin air and turning them into things i'm like what it ends up being like what is any of this yeah like the transforming thing i was like okay I, i'm willing I can, to accept that yeah, yeah but then it's like the whole like show at the end i'm like i don't understand how you know it, it didn't make much sense to me so like 
is there, do they explain how they can just do all this stuff? I know they explain like raccoons, well, they foxes, explain and some cats. That they can explain do it. that they can transform. Okay. And that was <laughs> so, like, I'm like, did I miss something or? This is, this is also where um, a lot of Japanese folklore kind of comes into play. Because that's basically the idea of the tanuki is that they can do all this stuff right here. So uh-huh. it's like, to us Americans, it's, like, it's kind of a weird concept. They don't, like, over there, they don't have to really explain that stuff. So well, they're already aware of see, their, uh, yeah. their supposabilities. And so, like, maybe for us, it's a little bit confusing. Because like, I, I didn't have as much of an issue with that. Like, I thought, like, some things went a little uh, underexplained when it came to, or rather, like, they were just kind of, like, out of nowhere. But, um... Like that's not the problem. I like I I accepted that they can transform. And it's like okay, like obviously after a while it's just like okay they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like um, but it it can't be like written off as like oh you know oh it's just, if if nothing like if nothing really happens in the movie I don't know I I I have a hard time like just writing it off saying like oh it's uh, don't worry guys it's Jap- it's Japanese folklore it's, that means that means it's a okay. They didn't have to. They didn't have to. They didn't have to explain anything to you guys. Well, no, it's just that, like, I, I don't know. It, it's maybe because it's just not really meant for Western audiences in the first place. Right. As I said, it has a lot of uh, religious and as I said, tale-y, uh references sure. in there. So it's like stuff that, like, why is this happening? Well, it's because that's part of like the folktale stuff. That's just like stuff that they're already like. Right. So, it's so ingrained. That, I, yeah, and like, like you know, I, said, I, I get your point, but like, to I them, guess like, my, I, my complaint's more that the narrative isn't very strong, and unfortunately, the movie's like two hours long. And the only reason I ever noticed, by the way, I should go on the, the length thing for a second here. The reason I ever noticed the movie was at length was because you had mentioned it. I was like, huh, maybe it is a little bit long. And yeah, I mean, it's probably like 30 minutes and they probably cut out of there. But like yeah. for, for me, like I, I I enjoyed the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, I still enjoyed it. And I noticed new mm-hmm. things are happening. So I, like not just like I'm like the contrarian of the group or whatever. I'll put uh-huh. it off that way. Honestly, I have like the opposite feelings of a lot of things that you guys have brought up. I was like... I, I laughed a lot during this right here, and I found it a lot more funny. The, 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 the biggest knock for me against it is that there's a lot of uneven like uh, uh, storytelling in here where, like, you know, you have the dramatic scenes, you have, like, the comedic yeah. scenes. And so, you know, there's parts where, like, this is supposed to be dramatic, but it's being played too much on a comedic side, which could be that it's, you know, he's trying to appeal to, the to like, a children audience at the same time. Yeah. And so maybe that's the kind of the issue there. Like, you know, you, you mm-hmm. we, we know this is, a, like, like, a lot of dramedies. Where they kind of like end up where it's like, okay, is this, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be dramatic? Yeah. Um, which I guess is my, my only real complaint about the movie itself. Like I said, I, I liked the movie. I, I, I didn't have... I did have a problem, like, yeah, understanding how I was supposed to feel about a lot of stuff. Because, yeah, it was going back and forth. It, like, I mean, they started focusing on a few, like, specific characters as the movie went on. Like, there were, there was, like, the, the, like, the nicer raccoon. And there was, I'm, I'm sorry if I keep saying raccoon, guys. There are fucking raccoons in the English dub. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, then there was like the like the the, the meaner one that's like oh we gotta go, go go fight the humans or whatever like they started focusing more on those guys and there's like the like the elder ones uh, but I had a really hard time especially in the beginning like trying to like because they had so many characters I had such a hard time following who the hell was who especially since they all kind of look the same right it almost had like an like an ensemble cast it, but it did it, but, but it didn't unfortunately unfortunately because they all looked the same that didn't really help yeah. their cause but there's a little bit of variety and you like as you go through the like in the last 30 minutes you know who everyone is uh, except when new people show up and it's like hey it's you I, I we know you guys like we, we do <laughs> like 
I guess like one of the weird things in this movie is that like so it it also introduces the foxes as well into there. Yeah. And they're kind of like they're kind of there and then they're gone and gone again really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a little bit I weird. did like the I did like the bit where um you know they're trying to introduce the idea that they could live amongst the humans and like yeah. I like the design of the fox when he like turns into a person. He kind of still has a lot of his uh qualities. Foxy. Yeah, qualities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um he's very foxy. He's very foxy, let me tell you. Um but <laughs> Sorry, I just read the note. They're fighting with their balls. This is stupid. <laughs> the, the, the best scene in the movie is when they're all floating floating with like their the, the sacks. gigantic sacks. Yes. That's that's like, by the way, that's like, um, that's a shot that I have seen before. Had no idea what the movie was. Like, what? I thought that somebody just made like some like bizarre, you like, know, the furry movie. I don't know. MS Paint. I had like, no idea. You know, you, you had mentioned, by the way, like the, the, the blobs, like whatever on screen. I'm not sure what it is that you're referencing, so I'm not sure if I, like, I noticed that maybe as much. Like, yeah, this is, I mean, this is probably, you know, doesn't have of high, qu- of a, I almost said quality, of a budget or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's like, you know, yeah, maybe probably was a cost-saving method. But, like, method. they would turn into them every once in a while. Like, they would go from, like, because, like, they have, like, the, the realistic-looking raccoons, they have the cartoon version of the raccoons, and then, like, they have, like, an even more cartoony version of it where, like, they lose all their detail and I, yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that, but... Um, well, and I noticed in, like, a few parts, because, um, like, I kind of got it for, like, more of the, uh, like, maybe, like, a bit more, like, of the cartoony cartoony for, like, quick things or moving a lot. But then there was, like, another part where, like, it was just, like, them, like, moving back and yeah, forth. Yeah, they're swaying back and forth. Yeah. It's like, you already have the loop of them going back and forth. With... Right, that it, like, changed into it. So that's what made me kind of think it was just maybe part of this, what they were like, trying yeah, to do. Yeah, part of the story, but it wasn't really integrated into the story uh-huh. whatsoever. And, yeah, th- so that that really, that was something that I, like, had a hard time getting past. I think, like, my biggest, my biggest complaint about it is probably just, like, the movie's almost two hours of exposition uh the narrator keeps going it's two hours of exposition and like everything's being explained to me but i still didn't really follow what was going on a lot of the time that's actually that's actually like i guess i guess there's not a knock on there so not because i'm a big fan of like the narration yeah it was a little Uh, excessive I I i mean like in general, a lot of movies where like sometimes they like they overuse it. And sometimes it obviously it's fine. Like sometimes like, they use it to their benefit. Yeah, they use it to the benefit. Like George of the Jungle is perfect for for yeah, a narrator. Pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I guess like maybe like the the frequency of it was just too much. Basically. Yeah. Okay. He would pop up a lot. Like. Right. Well, and like and say there's brain again. Yeah, like you know, say also if you have characters that like don't talk. Yeah. Or like you know, if there's like nothing to like, he would be like explaining it, and then the characters like talk. And yeah, then they like, would explain I could, it again as the characters. Yeah, it's like yeah. I could, and I get that maybe it's like for more of a kid audience. But... I feel like kids would be fucking lost during this movie. Like, if, oh yeah. If, if well, even with a... the narration, yeah, yeah, it's like there are a couple a couple other really cool things that I did like. Uh, just so it's not all negative from me. There was a part like near the beginning where there were like uh, there's like a leaf and they had like construction vehicles coming in and like they were like little bugs like eating up the that leaf. That was cool. I liked that. Totoro and Kiki fly by when they're like doing like the ghost parade thing. <laughs> I also uh, one one more negative. Uh, I wrote down that the torture podcast was more fun. Oh. <laughs> For, the, um, for this movie only. This there's like, there's like a, like, a, just, I probably might cut this out, actually, but, like, there's one thing I've, I've noticed in these, like, in, like, two of the films, at least, was that the team, the dragons, were mentioned, like, the baseball team. And, like, I've noticed, I noticed also in, like, the Ghibli documentaries, there's, like, the dragons, like, they're clearly like, fans of the dragons there. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's like, they're, like, they're, like, always playing baseball. It's, like, it's, like, in this movie. They here, are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah they, like, it's constant oh, baseball. Except in uh, the film. Yeah, 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 they yeah. don't play baseball. Because, you know. Yeah. 
Because well, I don't yeah. think it had fucking existed yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess what the... Civil the dragons War didn't had. exist. <laughs> yeah. I, don't think America, I don't think America existed yet, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that's all I've got. So, Jamie ratings? You know, um, this was probably, personally, my least favorite Ghibli movie. I can still yeah, appreciate, same. you know, the stuff that makes it a Ghibli movie, such as, like, you know, the art and uh, amongst other things that I mentioned. I would give this probably like a five out of ten. I'm not quite sure how to rate it. Uh oh, Dad's gonna go come out with a one, isn't he? I'm, I'm pretty sorry here, Chris. What's uh, up? I, go I, ahead. I gave it a two point five. <laughs> Man, I gave it a six. So <laughs> raised it up a little tiny bit. You and okay, right. and again, like you can cut this part out, but I didn't know. Like again, I said like I don't know how to rate stuff still. Yeah. So I like I, I'm pretty sure I gave the Lamb Before Time like an insanely high rating. I don't. I like the movie, but yeah, yeah. not that much. Um, you see, now I'm gonna actually I'm gonna put this at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to rate movies. Exactly. But no, I I um I think like what because I had it at a four for a while, by the way, and it like I think I had it like about an hour in. I gave it a four. It it was like another hour long, and as it kind of went through, it became a little bit more painful because I just kind of wanted it to be over. And that's kind of what drove it to a 2.5 for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I maybe could uh, change it a bit, but I feel like I'm going to stick with it. Because I don't, I don't know about making it a three. It's got, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just add the part that you three said. Three, oh yeah. Three. Yeah. To put in three. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good idea. Okay. So my neighbors, the Yamadas. I'll go ahead and start with, I was not, like, again, I didn't know anything about this. And uh, I was thinking while we were watching the movie, like very early on, I was like, this kind of feels like a collection of, like, comic strips. And uh, she said something about, um, you know, how it kind of felt like the Peanuts. I, so I was looking it up, and yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's based on a comic strip. So I, f- I, think it, I think it's an actual collection of a bunch of just different stories, and I think they maybe made a few for this. Um, Japanese Peanuts. <laughs> Japanese Peanuts. The Japanese there, Family like, Circus. <laughs> there was a part in there where, like, uh, the dad looked just like Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had a Charlie Brown face, and I'm like, hey. Yeah, no, I really like this movie. I like this movie quite a bit, and it, it definitely raised up my, uh, my hopes for the rest of the podcast. I was a little bit worried after the first one. Um, so, yeah. This was, uh, it, it, the style looks really great and it takes full advantage of it. I was wondering how you would react to the art style of this thing, or like you guys, by the mm-hmm. way, including both y'all. It's a lot more simplistic and there's, you know, a lot less details going on, but like at the same time, it's like, I like the watercolor yeah. look to it. It's like, I just, I just like, there's like parts there where like, it's, you know, you can probably, uh, you know, fake or cheap out, whatever. I think it's like the thing is like it was consistent throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, like yeah. their first one hundred percent digital movie, by the way. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I read that somewhere. Hmm. This was probably out of the bunch. This was probably my favorite one. Again, I loved the watercolors. Um, it was just the simple it, yet expressive. Yeah, and it was just so like relaxing and just fun to watch. Um, I laughed a lot. Oh yeah. Um, but like. They kind of, like, showed, like, a side of each character. Like, they gave each character their own little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. They didn't, like, just, like... They're all forgetful. Every single basically. one of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, um, I liked how... I couldn't... Maybe it was, like, a different animator. There was, like, one part. I think it was, like, the dad with... The, the biker scene. Yeah, I'm like... I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> it changes style all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe that was to be, like, a little more, like scary like. yeah because it's like oh like oh shit like because they were like talking about i think they like killed an old man 
or maybe not killed him, but they were like talking about an old yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, no, they they straight no, there was a there was a um there was like a kid that got killed by a biker, and then there was like the oh old man oh yeah, it wasn't that, specifically them. They were just talking about bikers in general. Talking, okay. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, they did that. Like, oh man. Um, they're bad people. Yeah. And then, then it just switches right back, and you see the biker, and he's like this little chubby, chibi. Like. Yeah. yeah. I love that scene. That's like my favorite scene in the movie. That plus the part where the dad becomes like the, the, the moonlight rider. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah that I love so that fun. whole sequence. Like, he's like, he's like sitting there, like staring out of the space. He's like, she's like, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like imagining him being this great superhero. That, I love thing. that scene. Um, it, like, it uses, it uses its style to its advantage in so, in so many great ways. Like, because all of a sudden it'll become like this big, grandiose thing but it's still like these little yeah chubby chibi characters like it looks great i got that they also like waited like like near the end to do that sort of thing too because it's like you've gotten so used to the style now so it's changed up a little bit right here yeah. just for this little bit this little vignette mm-hmm. and um what, what's kind of cool about because it's the vignette style where it's like just like little uh little short films basically little shorts i guess yeah is that if like oh let's say you didn't like this one well the next one you might like yeah so it's like oh I may not laugh that hard that that weren't there the next one you know grandma's doing something crazy yeah. so <laughs> see what's going on um, my second favorite scene was probably the uh, the daughter uh, getting lost in the yeah, mall, the mall. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was pretty early on in the movie and that's kind of what won me over uh, it's just like this it's this really weird like uh, just goofy thing and it definitely sets the Sets the standard for like every every single one of them is like forgetful and goofy and. <laughs> um, I love when he like they're in that traffic jam and he like yells out the window, "Let us through! My daughter might be kidnapped." <laughs> like, um, I love the daughter in that like uh, just when she like walks up to the little, little boy, boy yeah. like she's talking yeah. to him like he's like I can't talk to strangers, and like she's like uh, basically like using that argument like, against him basically it's, like that way like feel like she talked to her and yeah. You followed the rules, so it's it's okay. You've been a good boy. Um, Um, No, that little boy was cute, too. My favorite scene, honestly, was probably... Their parents are lost, not them, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was cute. So, I don't know why, like, when the dad, he's, like, uh, I think either in the train station, I I can't remember where he was, and he, like, forgot his umbrella or something, and he, like, calls him, he's, like, can someone bring me my umbrella, and they're all complaining, like, you know... Like, no, trying to pass I, yeah. it off on someone else yeah, yeah and like you know he's just feeling i think this was like the dad scene where because they had one where the mom was feeling underappreciated yeah and they had one with the dad feeling underappreciated and he's just like never mind i'll just buy one she's like can you pick yep. up the meat that's a good idea um, yeah and so he goes he buys one he walks out and they're all standing out there with the umbrella mm-hmm. like waiting for him I'm like, oh, that was so cute. Um, there was like the I, I love the dad in this. It's like my favorite character in here was just yeah. the dad. So like, uh, you, liked she, the, you liked the Jim Belushi role? I did, yeah. yeah. I, I liked one finally. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say real fast about Jim Belushi. Uh, I forgot about another point. Uh, Jim Belushi did a great job in here. Uh-huh. I really recognized it was him. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I was surprised. I was like, I'm gonna hear him the entire time. I recognize his voice. It is a very recognizable voice to me. So it's like. Man, here we go. I was like, nope, never mind. Never an issue whatsoever. Yeah, he's got like a nice little growl to everything he yeah. says. I like it. Yeah, he actually put a little bit of effort into it. Uh, but there's like the uh, the vignette with the dad where like the, the mom's like, you know, he's, he's about to go shopping. She's like, what well, can you buy, you know, the cilantro, this or whatever, blah, 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 yeah. stuff. He only buys the stuff that she told him to buy. And then she's like, yeah, I'm trying to go shopping. <laughs> so, she, like, so she like marches yeah. off yeah. to go he re- Yeah, he remembers the list, <laughs> yeah. but not to buy the stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, one more thing about the style, I really like how they sometimes interact with objects that aren't drawn in there. Like there's one part where like they kind of just reach off frame and kind of like roll up the window, but like you can clearly yeah. see she's just not rolling up anything. Yeah. Right. I really like that. Yeah, that was that was super cute, and I haven't seen that before, or I can't mm-hmm. think of anything where I've seen anything like that before. I don't know. I was trying to think. Yeah, like where have I seen this style before? I'm like, I it's have very no unique. idea. Yeah, and like it kind of just like bleeds off into like a blank canvas which mm-hmm. i feel like i've seen before but it would like yeah. have like an actual like it would have an actual textured canvas mm-hmm. which was really cool yeah it's, I did, I, like overall i i'm i'm i was like super happy with this movie this is actually like like since i've already seen the first two this is actually my last one i i, had, mm-hmm. I got to see this and one this one's almost 2 hours by the way and it goes by pretty fast i was like oh this must be it's probably like an hour and a half i bet you oh man it's almost 2 hours <laughs> yeah oh I, this guy has a problem cutting stuff uh, but <laughs> well, we'll get to uh, to cutting stuff in uh, another movie. <laughs> uh, but very fun all the way through. I gave it a seven point five. I gave it an eight. I gave it a seven point five as well. Hey. hey. Now we're gonna move on to uh... Princess Kaguya. The first thing I wrote down while I was watching this movie was I'm really glad that this guy kind of came into his own in terms of style. Oh yeah. Uh, and didn't just kind of his early movies kind of just use like the Ghibli style. Everything kind of looks like it was done by Hayao Miyazaki. Right. Um, I really like uh, Takahata's style and like yeah. a lot of his movies. Like they, they're like, it's very very unique. I, like I, I do find myself thinking like I don't think I've seen this before. At least it, in these later ones, yeah. It's like it's almost like unfair to Miyazaki because like you know like these guys like in Takahata they, they kind of like started a lot of the like the looks and some of the tropes of like anime. So it's mm-hmm. like oh, I've seen this before. Well, they're the ones who made that look <laughs> in the first place. Um, it's like dang it. <laughs> Uh, like, cause yeah, and like being based on a folktale, I like the implementation of all the like the old Japanese painting style. Yeah. Like yeah, like, we have seen it before, and that's what makes it so special is because it like it implements that that style into animation, and it yeah. looks really good. You know, and like again, it, it's like you know based on I guess yeah, is it, that... the, it's it's called the woodcutters uh, folktale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cause I'm just like, huh, this is strange. You know, the, that was my first impression at first. Not that I didn't like it. Yeah. And then it kind of, when it stopped. So I guess she, like, just, like, kind of grew, 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 and then she, like, stopped growing for a while. Yeah. I was, or she, I was like, grew at a about, normal pace. Because I thought I was, she does was, Does this like, take place over a couple days, or does she, like, stop growing at some point? Right. I'm pretty sure it took place, like, over, like, a uh, like a few months, pretty much. Like, it was, oh, like, it was a few months? I thought... Seemed, it, at least it, at least it seemed like it, because it was, like... Because, yeah, they, I think, like, when they stopped at... It was confusing with that part. It was, like, just, like, kind of showing, like, uh, just a time right there like like where she like was that size and then kind of moved no, on no it definitely it was definitely longer because here's uh and here's why so i think what happened was um it takes place over like a couple uh like a couple months when she's a kid she gets to know all the other kids and everything because they don't really grow up or anything during that portion but once she becomes a teenager i think it starts moving in real time because um because then because they uh, she has the the dream where she uh, talks to the guy who says they're probably going to be gone for 10 years. And then we see the the other guy 10 years later. Oh, good point. So, yeah, 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 she, yeah. I think she's there for at least 10 years. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, my first impression was I thought she was, like, going to keep, like, growing and growing and growing into, like, an older woman. And I thought maybe it was going to be, like, something Reverse like that. Reverse Benjamin Button. Yeah. I was say Jack. It, I was... <laughs> I was quickly corrected. Um, let's see. I've been looking forward to this one a lot. And yeah, like like we've been saying, that it looks really great. The sunsets look really great. Um, there's a scene, uh, probably like my favorite scene in the movie, where she's like, that dream scene actually, where she's just like, uh, they got like the, the banquet set up for her and she's like trapped in this little room. And she just like 
busts out like she's tearing off all these like uh, kimonos that and was so everything. cool uh, and it just turns like the it suddenly just goes from painting to charcoal yep um, and like everything's just rushing it's like really hashed lines and everything uh, it looks amazing it's uh, it's like prop like th- it's this movie's probably this guy's masterpiece right here it's also like his last film yeah. too it's like he he had died uh, gosh it was like a few months ago yeah like from the time of this recording we um, plan to do this before that. Yeah, but I should we say, yeah, we definitely planned to do this before that. Uh, yeah, this guy, this guy, like reached like peak. Uh, Takahata, like Takahata, right here. master of the comedic pause. Um, what's what's hilarious, by the way, is that like if you watch like the um, Kingdom of, Kingdom of Dreams and Madness uh, documentary, um, he's like he's talking about how like he just doesn't want to finish this film at all. He's like, yeah. talking about this film right here. It's like it takes forever on. It. It's like you know, honestly, he did a great job. Then there's all the scenes with, like the suitors. They're all just like I, I was writing them down like as they were coming up, and I was like, no, just all of them. All of them are good. Uh, <laughs> like the the Jewel Branch scene, the uh, um, I love how like she kind of like if even if they do bring something and she can't really prove that it's fake, like she'll figure out some other way to test if they really like her. Um, and yeah, like they have like the the lady that subs in for her, like that. All that stuff is just so. Oh good. yeah, cause yeah, like the last one, the last like suitor. Um, he was like, uh, I love you, and just like, even though you've never, like, yeah. seen me or anything, and he sees her, and it's just like this, you know, frog-looking woman, and he's just like, oh, oh. Oh, never mind. I'm so sorry. Um, all the scenes with, like, the, I don't know what to call her, like, teacher. Yeah. That just, like, like, you could just, like, feel the misery. And not only that, but it was just, it was so, like, crazy, like, how- Did you like her black teeth? Yeah. Well- <laughs> Like, yeah, black teeth, uh, face. She couldn't have eyebrows. She had to yep. pluck off her eyebrows. And then oh, could you imagine? Yeah. And she looked so, like, she looks so weird without the eyebrows. Like, yeah. I love oh, how yeah. they, like, changed up how they painted uh, right, the, yeah, like the fake the, ones on. This little, like, faded. And yeah. She just, like. make her into, like, this uh, looking like royalty looking yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, mm. like a geisha chick. Well, and, like, every little, like, movement she made had to be, like, some weird perfect way. Like, you can't yeah. get up. You have to just stand on your knees you and You can't shuffle. romp around and. Yeah. Like, you can't. Or, like, when all the suitors, like, sat down, um, like, one of the little servant girls, like, walks up and is, like, just fixing the stuff behind them. Yeah. It's, like, they have to, like, have every single little thing a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or. Do we want to talk about that that father there? <laughs> Some guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like towards the end, you know, I think kind of, but he doesn't really ever admit, like, you know, that he's that he was wrong. That he was wrong. Like he's he a didn't, horrible person. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care about her happiness at all. He yeah. he he was sad that she was leaving. Yeah. And you know, well, I think he had like he thought he he knew what he was supposed to do, and then it's like no, like yeah, there's there was no greater purpose to all of it. She she came here to experience life. Yeah. Right. As a person, and then she was trying to choose her own life, but he chose her life for her. Right. I, I will say, like, the first time I watched this movie, like, I was like, oh, this this is okay. Yeah, this is fine. Uh-huh. I watched it again, like, uh, maybe last year or so, maybe? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I actually like this a lot more. Like, I watched it again, I liked it even more, because I, like, I noticed more things. Um, I don't know if we can talk about the, if we want to go and talk about the ending and all of this for this film, because it's, it's freaking weird. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 
So, so she begged to the moon, like, you know, to take away from this place. She's miserable as all get out because of her, you know, her evil father, basically. Or, or I shouldn't say evil. Uh, misguided. Yeah. Only misguided father. Well, can I say one thing about the yeah. ending? Uh, as it was happening, I, I was just like, so, yeah, like, uh, the, the cloud Buddha. the cloud comes down. I was like, and I wrote, did Buddha just kill everybody? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, and I wrote, probably not. But <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they just all uh, went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, is that... Is that oh Buddha's okay? So Buddha's here. Okay, this is interesting. Okay, it literally it's, was Buddha. It was, it was, okay. Yeah, it was literally Buddha. Yeah, yeah. No, that was Buddha coming down from uh, the heavens. Yeah, they were calling as, it heaven. Yeah, and um, and again she's gonna be taken back up to the moon again when she wears like this like this uh, the coat. And yeah. It's like that's gonna be like erase all your memories of life there. And like I like you kind of notice also at the very end like where she kind of she kind of looks back a little bit like it's like oh she still has potentially some memory of either she has some memory or uh, she's like. Huh? I wonder what life would be like there, like she did before. Or she like she like notices like how sad, like she's like noticing the sadness, maybe she like, feels the sadness. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it, 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 this is like there's like an interpretation in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I, I love, I love this ending right here because it's like, it, sometimes life isn't fair. Yeah, right. And it's like, yeah, this 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 movie has a very, very sad ending. It's like a good like, uh, it's a good folk folk tale basically. It's a good mm-hmm. like warning, especially mm-hmm. about you know not contr- not being overly controlling and sometimes right. uh, don't be a, don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and being a princess isn't all it's cracked up to be. Exactly. Um, there are two people I want to talk about. One, the mom. Like <laughs> she was, I think, pretty cool the whole she's time. Chill. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, no, but I think she's kind of like. It's weird because she's, like, so worried about upsetting her father and, like, all this stuff. And, like, the mom is just like, no, like, let her just kind of be herself and have her garden. And dad just comes over, why are you in the kitchen? Listen. (laughs) Um, And also, what's the guy's name? I forget, like, the the kind of love interest. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the kid she used to know, the older kid. Yeah, and then kind of briefly came back again, then came towards the end, had a wife and a baby. It was like, oh, hey, I know you, let's run away together. All right, yeah. well, and, well, I mean, at first he was, like, all, like, oh, I mean, you know, you were too good for me before. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, they had some stuff, like, going on, I guess, but... Uh-huh. Really? Come on, guy. <laughs> he like, runs away with her, and then uh, then she uh, falls into the water. T- it takes a dip into the drink, and uh, he wakes up, and there's his wife and kids again. He's like, "Oh, he's hey." Like, no, awkward. he li- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, he was literally just like, "Hi." Like, Let go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had one complaint, it's a little bit long. There's some stuff that could be cut out of there. Uh, it's the longest Ghibli movie. Uh, is it really that they've ever that they've ever made? Jeez, uh, it's like I think it's like two and a half hours almost. Um, wow, but it's a, it's a long tale. <laughs> yeah, it's a long tale. Let me tell you. There, but yeah, like I feel like there's some stuff that probably could have been sized down. Like you kind of get the picture yeah. with a lot of it. Like there, there's there's some cutaways that happen that's just like I, I was like wondering what the significance of it was, and then come to find out there's none. Um, By but, the way, yeah. uh, there is a reference to the woodcutter's tale in uh, My Neighbors the Yamadas. At the very beginning, of it, where they're singing about like they're like uh, being married and having kids. It's part of where the dad has like the woodcutter outfit on. Like, he cuts like the bamboo stick. And there's like the um, there's like the daughter dressed in, like the, the the robes on and everything. Oh and, like, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Cool. I was like, hey, that's a good. I'm glad, glad I watched this movie uh, last night. I recognized all that stuff. Hey, <laughs> what's like, going hey. on? Right, yeah, that would have been cool for me to like get recognize that, but 
my embrace pleases all women. Let me go! <laughs> oh, that was so... That character was creepy. Like, yeah. he looked weird. He act, His voice was weird. And, like, he was just, like... Yeah, just, like, walks up and, like, she's, like, you will obey me. And, like, her face... Like, her, like she has, like, the most, like, freaked out face well, that I've she, seen in the whole movie. Like, she's literally, like, if I have to marry him, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's also the scene, real quick, uh, with the the dragon. Like he's out in out in the boat and trying to uh, slay the dragon. That seems really fucking cool. It's probably the second best scene in the whole movie, um, just from a visual standpoint. But yeah, really great visuals and presentation. That being the highlight. Uh, like I said, a little bit long, but overall, I, I really was it. This film that was up against Frozen, or was that uh, Wind Rises? It was it was Wind Rises that was up against okay. Frozen. Uh, gotcha. This was the next year. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, oh. this lost to Big Hero 6. Oh, that's right. So this was a yeah, lot of bullshit. This was, um, we didn't want to watch, as in there, by the way, in the voters' words here, oh, yeah. uh, they said we don't, like, they didn't care about the Chinese cartoon. Yeah. It's like, that's cool. I'm glad that you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool. I'll, I'll vote for Big Hero 6 because my kids watch it. Put my kid in the, in the theater and just sat him down and walked down and answered some phone calls. Yeah. It's like, cool. I didn't watch it. It's like, okay, great. I'm glad you voted. Glad, I'm glad you're taking this this thing so seriously. Um, yeah, no, the ridiculous, but oh well. Yeah, you can cut this out, but Big Hero Six is like I'm pretty sure like set in Japan. Uh huh. So that's hilarious that someone said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it, like the main characters are like leave it in. <laughs> the main, I, yeah, I can't. I think they're Chinese. They're Chinese. By the way, <laughs> by the way, let me... <laughs> any final thoughts? This is yeah. This is probably his. Uh his best film and so i guess i'll go give uh my uh my rating as well yep. for this right here uh i give it an eight like solid it's a super solid eight for me same here um i actually give it a 7.5 that's fair uh, what would you not like about it <laughs> <laughs> why'd you not like the movie beth <laughs> Man, I, hated listen this movie. i hated this movie <laughs> give it a 7.5 what a terrible movie but yeah no definitely his best i I don't remember what I gave Grave of Fireflies, but it's 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 a pretty close race. I think this one's a little bit better. I um, you know I, I can't rewatch Grave of Fireflies, so it's like hard for me to give like a rewatch as it as yeah. it deserves. So <laughs> I'll watch it again for you. They're, they're probably like right about even, I guess. Like he mm-hmm. like he basically kind of starts off really strong at at uh, at, at, at uh, Ghibli Ghibli whatever you want to call it, and Giblet Studio Giblet Studio, and <laughs> he ends really strong as well. So yeah. it's like he has a good good like good sort of like bookends. I don't remember if that was actually his, his first movie, but like if it was, it'd be a great like I said, it'd be a great bookends for for the studio. So. Might have been. Um, I was just gonna say, I think I enjoyed this a little more than The Grave of Fireflies, but I'm pretty sure everyone probably did, because, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to sit, entertainment. yeah, it's kind of hard to sit there and, like, enjoy Grave I, of Fireflies. I really enjoy, I enjoy watching kids. two children die. <laughs> Starve to death. Yeah. I love this part. It's great. It's hilarious. Oh, God. D- listen, Ugh. don't take that literally, Disney. <laughs> uh, that's, that's all we got for today. What's happening next week, Chris? Man, I don't remember. <laughs> Let me look this up. Okay, so next time in August, we're doing Tarantino Deep Cuts uh, with his projects as a writer. The end. Bye-bye. 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 And bye-bye. And bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.